Hello, friends. This is Taver Lee, and you are listening to Grit and Grace. We are here for soul-level conversations that will take us across the veil in mystical and magical ways. I invite you to leave what you know at the door, open your heart, and receive. If you want to find out more information, make sure you go to moontempleschool.com. And now let's get started. Hello, I am officially back to it and recovering from Witchfest, which was such an amazing event. Thank you to anyone who came, participated, the vendors, the performers, Nordic Daughter and DJ Howell, and all of the high priestesses that came into the event from across the United States. It was, woo, it was a great, great experience. And for those of you that missed it, make sure that you go to moontempleschool.com and find some of the free classes and offerings that we produced for those that couldn't attend Witchfest in person because it was really, <laughs> it was really magical. We, many of us that were participating in the event, especially the lead up to it, there is so much energy that gets moved prior to, during, and after the event that there's Although I say recovery, what I'm really meaning is integration, bringing into our, our human lives all of the magic that we experienced and allowing it to really flow and change us because it does. Anytime you participate in any aspect of something that is significant in your life, there is a new version of you that comes forth. There's change. We are constantly changing and Witchfest not only does it change everyone who participates or even just witnesses what takes place, it also changes us. Those of us that create the event, run the event, are in the event and amongst the event, it, it, it creates change. So that was a long way of saying that I'm back and I am integrating this new version of myself who... Uh, is emerging. I'm still emerging as we all are growing, changing, and emerging. And today we're going to talk about something that in a lot of cases you can find such conflicting information about, which is what to do during the different moon cycles. The full moon, the new moon, the moons when they're waxing, when they're waning, when there's an eclipse coming, because we're actually right in the middle of eclipse season as I'm recording this. Like what to do. And if you do a Google search, you're going to find a ton of different options, layouts, spreads, some very standard rituals that are suggested in the industry. And of course, if you go on TikTok or any social media, you're going to see a lot of different content on what you can possibly do to harness the power of what's happening in the sky with your own rituals and practice. And the reason why I'm I'm specifically talking about this is because I want to release some of your expectations that it has to be done a certain way. And this might seem contrary to what I, I teach because in mystery school, of course, we have rituals that take place during different moon cycles. If you are in the high priest or high priestess path, you are going to learn um, you're going to learn very specific rituals that we do daily. Some of them are going to be related to all the different elemental magic pieces that you can pull in to the moon cycles. But in 
really in the highest level of understanding how to harness I want to say the the movement, the power that comes with the changing moon cycles, it's about coming back to yourself and knowing what you need in that moment. I am not definitely not a firm believer that every full moon, you have to focus on releasing, illuminating, charging crystals, charging yourself. And then every new moon, you have to focus on what you're creating, what's beginning, because that's kind of the general theme. Like you manifest on the new moon, you release on the full moon. And while that might be true in certain moon cycles and for your practice, that might work perfectly. But I actually think for most people, it's just the reminder in the cycle of all things that that's a good time to focus on those specific areas. Now, every moon is going to have different energy depending on where it lands in your chart We are collectively experiencing tons of different energy, which is why I talk specifically on TikTok about what's happening during that energetic shift of that moon on the collective level, because hopefully that will help you determine where does that fit within you and your own body and your own practice. So let's start with looking at the cycle of the moon, the fact that it is a cycle. To me, the most important thing that comes with moon cycles is to remember that everything in our life is a cycle, especially for those that are female identifying. We have a cycle that actually often mimics the moon. We have cycles of birth within our body. We have cycles of shedding. We have cycles of emotion. And same with men, actually, even 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 men are following the, in their bodies, they're experiencing the cycles of the moon in their own lives, cycles in their own body, because it's transition, which means there's always going to be a peak, there's going to be a liminal space, there's going to be a new beginning, and there's going to be a liminal space or integration space. So looking at number one, the most important thing for your own practice, when you are wanting to harness the moon and and create more in your life, or I want to say, take more control of what you are creating in your life. Because the truth is we are always creating, even if we're not doing it intentionally or consciously, we are always creating. I've been talking a lot recently about the idea that what you are living right now is what you have already created, meaning our, our state of being, our the vision of our life, the actual applicability of everything that we have desired, we're living it now. So how intentionally have you been to create where you're at now? And ask yourself that not to beat yourself up, especially if you're going through a challenging time, but to look at what lessons maybe you have created for yourself now, because we're constantly creating. So what we're living is what we have already created. So looking forward, knowing that we have these these cycles that come up with the moon, it's an important time to just allow it to be a reminder for you of your own cycles in your life because there are cycles in all things. And if you were to focus on the cycles of the moon where there are bigger events that get talked about more often, such as the new and the full moon and the eclipses and all the different things that are happening, if you allow those to be a similar representation of your own cycles in your life, then you can harness and create your own rituals to support your creation, your life creation, your vision, how you are walking the world as a witch or not as a witch or a spiritual being or 
whether or not you interact with God, like your prayers, your prayer cycles. And I also like to think of our own life cycles as hygiene, right? So the moon can also represent for you times when you need to create or develop more rituals around hygiene, energetic hygiene. I'm not talking physical hygiene. I'm talking energetic hygiene, your house, your space hygiene, your spiritual practice hygiene, your journaling practice, your divination tools, like all of the things that you use to make your life magical. And hopefully you remember that those are just tools. They're an extension of you. You are the magic. So if we use the cycles of the moon as a way to remind ourselves of what we desire and what we're willing to do to create the life that we desire, those are the most important ways to harness the moon. And I'm going to, I'm going to give you some, you know, more traditional techniques, tools, and rituals that you can use. But I, I, I really want us to like scoop ourselves outwards, like come outwards, like take the eagle's perch view of how cycles can play into our own practice and rituals. And I've talked a lot on this show about rising rituals, daily practices, things that you do every day to ensure your own energy alignment and vibration is where you want it to be. Interesting, a little side note on that topic, because I have experienced a lot of humans that I do one-on-one coaching for to be sort of out of their usual vibration during this eclipse season and the struggle to try to find all the magic necessary to get back into the vibration that they desire or that they normally sit at. And we've actually been working to not to do that. Instead, honor the particular area in your life that you're vibrating at for a reason. What are the lessons? What do you need to learn? If you're swamping, what is, what is the fertile grounds of the swamp giving you? If you are feeling massive change, then how can you allow the truth of what happens during eclipse season to actually be revealing to you where you need to make pivots in your life. So yes, we do work and talk a lot on this show around daily practices and rituals and staying in your energetic alignment. And is it possible to also be able to honor when our vibration has changed and allow that to be, allow that to be, just allow that to be. That was a little, a little extra on vibration. So when I talk about using the cycles of the moon to create intentions around your own energy hygiene. It can be the newness of the new moon, asking yourself, where do I desire my energy to be for the next month's cycle? It's a really simple practice to utilize in the full moon or in the new moon. That may be for you, that may mean cleansing, clearing, journaling. It also may mean just look ahead, take a snapshot of the next, you know, 28 days of your life on a new moon. You know what's coming. You know that there are things coming that you can't know. And what is the energy that you desire to flow through that next cycle with? Meaning how do you want to feel as opposed to what do you want to create? Traditionally, the new moon is, you know, create petitions to the universe, which I do. I teach that often. Like, how do we petition the universe for what we desire? And yes, we do that. But more importantly, at the very most simplistic level, if you have nothing else in your practice on the new moon, take a snapshot of the next moon cycle for you 
and ask yourself how you want to feel with what you know is coming. Interesting question, especially this time of year, because many of us are getting ready for family holidays or alone time during traditionally a family time. We have Thanksgiving, we have Yule, we have Christmas, we have lots of different activities that take place at the end of November into December. So asking, and this this applies, even if it's January, February, March, April, May, it doesn't matter. We can take a snapshot of the next cycle that's coming in our life and how do we want to feel. You want to add a layer to that? Journal on it. Once you know how you desire to feel, create some candle magic, cast a wheel. If you want to add more layers to it, call in the plant allies that you would normally work with, with that particular emotion and create an incense blend for that cycle. Create bath salts, like create an intention on how you want to feel and then add the layers, add the journaling, add the elemental magic pieces in, do a a card reading with your oracle or tarot deck to ask questions about how can I support myself in feeling more of this as I go through the next cycle. And traditionally you would be, you know, you would be told the ritual for the new moon. And and again, I I do this myself in my own practice. And I, I teach this to, to really create and craft your rituals that support your intentions but we often forget to focus on how we want to feel with those intentions. And that to me is the baseline of honoring the cycles of the moon is how you want to feel. Now let's talk about the same situation, but with the full moon. When a full moon comes, it's often the illumination of all things, the illumination of where we're at in our cycle, the illumination of where we're at in our life, It shines light on what we need to know in the moment. And yes, traditionally, that can be a time to release. Although I'm going to tell you, if you have stuff that needs to go, even if it's on the new moon, if you're on the new moon cycle and you're doing these practices that I'm sharing with you and there's stuff blocking the way for what you truly want to feel, then release it. Does not matter to me that it is a new moon cycle. Release it. If it's going to support you and where you want to go, then let it go. In the full moon, I look at it like a big light is being shined on your own cycle, the the stage in life that you're at in that moment. So use that light to give you insight, to create opportunities for change, for pivots, for clarity, for truth. Which is why I'm saying the traditional rituals that you are taught to or, or that you you can be taught if you just do basic level research, doesn't bring this into your body as deeply as I wish for you to go. I wish for you to allow those moon cycles to be times of clarity, reflection, being in stillness, and being truthful with yourself. Funny enough, I often go quiet on social media and here. And in my groups during moon cycles, because I'm doing my own work of sitting in stillness and in quiet and providing my own reflection of what I need to know to support how I desire to feel in my body, which means I can't be on social media. (laughs) I can't be on social media because I commit to doing the work as much as I teach you to do it. And I'm going to give you some traditional rituals. So, So if you're feeling like, 
I just want you to give me the recipe. You know, I want you to give me the recipe of the ritual. I want you to tell me what to write, what magic to do. So how I can create what I want to create. I'll do that. But I want to focus on you coming back to knowing you first and foremost. Oftentimes in the full moon, I attend uh, different rituals or events that allow me to be connected to my body with somatic movement, with putting my own self under the moon. Oftentimes I'll do big ceremonies and rituals on the beach or in a forest. I will, yes, most definitely be sky clad next to a fire under the full moon. And sometimes in the full moon, I'm just tired. I just recognize that I am tired and my body does not want to do any ceremony or ritual. It just wants to rest. So I honor that. There's also time before the, the bigger moon cycles and the waxing and waning stages that might provide you with insight and clarity at to how you can create and craft what you desire before that peak, before those, before those peaks hit. Those are also really good times to do the same reflection work or create bigger rituals work. And then maybe the, the bigger cycles for you are times when you're just tired and you're just reflecting. Of course, I am going to recommend that you write down these reflections in a journal practice. It is so interesting to be able to start to look back at 2022's moon cycles in my own journals and look at what what I was recognizing that was happening at the time and how I wanted to feel and what tools and magic I built in to support how I wanted to feel. It's so interesting to me because I almost wouldn't have remembered the exact energy behind each of those intentions if I wouldn't have recorded it. We think we're going to remember, but our memory gets caught up in the present moment. And our, hopefully you're spending a lot of time in the present moment, which means you're releasing what's happened in the past and releasing what's coming in the future. And being present means you're not, you might not necessarily retain that information, which is why writing down everything is super important, especially if you have a magical practice or spiritual practice and you are creating intentional changes to your own human existence through ritual or spell, we write those down so we can go back and be able to, A, call upon those recipes again if they are something that is still aligned, or B, just have the reflection that we desire on what occurred. It's a really interesting process. So back to the cycles of the moon. I always recommend allowing the new moon and the full moon to be reminders for you for this energetic hygiene. Check in with yourself. How is your body feeling? What stress and tension and anxiety are you caring about what has already occurred or what's to come? And how can you bring that to a neutral state? How can you neutralize those emotions? Number two, energetically check in on your space. So you're starting with your body, yourself, energetically check in with your space. And it's a really good time to clean your altars. It's a really good time to cleanse all of your decks. It's a really good time to just allow it to be you in your stillness and your practice and creating joy and love in your space for the remainder of the month to support how you're setting up that you want to feel. Because our space, our home, the energy of ourselves impacts everything that we do. So more importantly to me than create casting a spell or a ritual on the full moon or the new moon is being aware, having deep self-awareness of you and your body in that moment, of you in your space in that moment, 
of you in your relationships and how you're showing up in that moment and then creating the rituals to shift that energy if it's not aligned. I spoke to one of my one of my one-on-one clients recently that I do regular work with and we were discussing the idea of what are we what are we avoiding dealing with with ourselves in our life? That's often what this eclipse season will bring is like a fierce sword of truth. And it shows us like this fierce sword of truth. So I'm not sure when you're listening to this, but eclipse seasons always recur. So just remember the eclipse will bring truth to you. And what happens is we're often just scrambling to handle this truth that just got exposed to us in our life. And we're like, whoa. And we forget that the blade of an eclipse is revealing truth for you. So you have the the fire, the fire to stand in understanding that truth and how it impacts your life. So many relationships have changed in this eclipse season. Secrets are getting revealed. People are seeing shifts in their friendships. They're starting to honor truth to themselves because the most important relationship we have in this lifetime is with ourselves, not with others, with ourselves. So know that these, these reveals for you are really important to sit with, reflect, take time to do this energetic hygiene process. And for me, it is definitely something I do more often in the full moon because I feel like it's an illumination. So I will clean, I will clean my altars with sacred oil blends, with holy water. I will create a cleansing material that I will then wipe down, reorganize. I will look at my space and ask if what's around me currently suits me. I do this every month and pretty much my entire house is an altar. So it's reviewing a lot of spaces, but does it support the version of me that wants to feel a certain way for this next cycle that's coming in my life? And I actually look at my schedule. I open my phone. I look at my calendar for the next month and I know what's coming. I can feel it. And then I create and cleanse my space, my body, all of the things that will help support me in that cycle. Now, here's the truth. Some full moons, I'm busy. Sometimes I'm offering live classes for you or I'm going live on different social media platforms, which means I will most likely have already done my own illumination work prior to being there for you or I will do it after. And if I'm quiet, you know what I'm doing. (laughs) Okay, so I feel like this is really what I wanted you to know is be comfortable saying no to what doesn't fully align with you on the peaks of the moon cycles and saying yes to what fully aligns with you. And it doesn't have to be the same. If you are looking to work with plant medicine, plant allies in the moon cycles, do your research and pull in a particular plant or an herb for the next cycle and get to know that plant or herb very well. If you have your own practice or your own Standard journal prompts, great, use those, use your divination tools. If you don't know what that is, practice spending the new moon and the full moon in stillness. Allow illumination or creation to be your focus. Journal on it, be with yourself. And I know this isn't, this isn't exactly the tangible pieces that people desire in rituals and spells, but the truth is you are the magic. You get to create it any way you want. Now, let's talk a little bit about some traditional ways 
that you can harness full and new moon energy with more traditional rituals. So for the new moon, I'm going to make it very simple for you. I'm going to give you three things you can do every new moon. And if you implement this for all of 2023, it will give you the clarity that you need on how to best work with the new moon moving forward. I would commit yourself to a year and also give yourself grace. If it doesn't happen every month, great. But commit to yourself in the new moon. Number one, be with yourself for at least 30 to 60 minutes in the peak, which is about a 24 to 48 hour period of the new moon. doesn't have to be right at the time frame that the moon, the new moon peaks. It's also called um, the dark moon leads up to the new moon. So I actually work more with the dark moon than the new moon energy. So number one, sit with yourself, turning off all external noise. And if you are honoring the dark moon, ask yourself what parts of you are you still keeping in the dark that's stopping you from being the best version of you and why. Write it all out. If you are working with new moon energy, the question may be, what do I desire to create next? Number two, same question as I've been speaking of earlier. How do I want to feel? Write out how I want to feel. And then a beautiful, a beautiful practice for you to anchor this in is to, again, if you have your own rituals, if you know fire magic, air magic, water magic, or earth magic, use those. But a beautiful practice is to carve it, carve this, these feelings and these desires, inscribe them into a candle and burn it. So burn the candle, like allow it to be creating for you with all of the elements. And then lastly, use your divination tools to provide any support for what it is that you're creating. So that is a little more traditional ritual for a new moon. For the full moon, put yourself under the full moon and ask yourself, what is being illuminated now? What do I need to release? This is step one. Still a journaling practice. Now, if you're not in a place where you can actually journal, record a message to yourself in your phone. Speak. Speak it. Speak what needs to go for you to be that version of yourself that you desire. What needs to go? What's being illuminated? This also might be a good time for you to harness your own internal flame. Right? Look at the moon as hot as flame as it lives in your root chakra. For female identifying humans, this is living in your womb. This is your wisdom center. You may wish to move your body to bring more heat and fire into your body. And then secondly, it is very common for us to use full moon energy to burn what needs to go. So light a safe fire, if you, wherever that is for you, in a cauldron in your home, in a fire pit, just candle side with a bowl of water if something needs to be burned. Write it out and burn what needs to go. Of course, charge your crystals if you desire. Create moon water if you desire. Take your pendulum outside under the full moon and allow the pendulum to teach you how for you to become your own pendulum of yes and no inside your body. A pendulum is one step in the direction of understanding what yes feels like and what no feels like in your body. So do those practices for you. All right. So I hope this has been helpful. I know this is not necessarily like here's step one through five of a ritual for this full moon or step one through five for a ritual for the, the new moon. 
Yes, you can create those. But if we are focusing on the cyclical nature of our life and where we are and what we desire to feel, what we need to move, change, shift, and adjust to stay in that field of how we want to feel, that is the most powerful way to honor, honor the cycles of the moon, especially during peak times. All right. If you want more information and if you actually are looking for those like traditional rituals and you want to do rituals that are tapped into the collective energy of that particular moon cycle, you know how to reach me, moontempleschool.com or on Instagram, my first name, which is Taver Lee, Facebook, TikTok, all the places you can find me and I will continue to give you as much information as I can. Thank you for listening. Give us a rating and a review in all the places and I will be back here soon. Thank you for joining us today. On any of your favorite listening apps, we would really appreciate a rating and review. And if you're looking for more information, make sure that you go to moontempleschool.com and you can find us there.